Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Hello friends and loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. Yeah, yeah. Another week. Another episode. Um, I hope you guys previous week was productive and your weekend was amazing. Hope it was another week living in your purpose. Living in your what? light. What? I suppose that's a new thing they say in this year. You know, like it was live your truth. Blah, whatever, whatever. Bruh. Um, if you can't tell, Vernon's feeling a bit under the weather. I don't feel this is a, that has me saying that have nothing to do with how I feel. It's literally that like last year that was a thing. It was live your truth. I don't know what this this year unless they haven't like agreed upon it as Maybe yet. I could just be saying, you know, live in your purpose, huh? Isn't that what we're here for? Maybe you think you say maybe you think you came up with it, but you probably hid it from somewhere. Damn. Okay, Vernon. No, no, no. <laughs> it, I, that's a possibility. It is quite possible. It has happened to me already. How are you, Adani? I'm good. You know, I'm living my purpose, you know. <laughs> You should see Vinan's face right now. (laughs) Just working hard, you know, preparing for the Mercury retrograde. Yes, yes, it has arrived. Um, You know, Mercury retrograde doesn't have to be a bad thing. It comes with challenges, but it's all up to us to persevere knowing that those challenges are coming. What challenges are Mercury retrograde coming with? Uh, Yes. Rough seas. <laughs> Mercury always in retrograde. With no, the... there's only three or four times a year Mercury is in retrograde. Unless World War breaking out at those points, I don't think they have no real challenges that come with Mercury retrograde. That's my thing. And I've, we've had this discussion already. Vernon, in my mind, is the guru on the hill who none of this affects. So, yes, guru. We've had this discussion already. This Mercury retrograde thing. While it may be a thing, it's something that a lot of people use to excuse their bad behavior. Yes, and I, I don't disagree with you that many people use astrology negatively to make excuses for themselves. However, I, uh-huh, however uh-huh. that doesn't mean what it is isn't what it is. I, I'm not and you saying, cannot like, prepare. It's like I'm astrology is kind of like the weather, you know? Uh, well, then let me tell you something here. Eh? Astrologists, you're a horrible fucking weather people. They're not. All right. They're not. No, it's not. Head up. Really? Yes. We're gonna make this into a astrology yes, podcast. Yes, we're making this a thing. I'm sorry, I'm hijacking it. I have a problem with this. The fact that everybody puts so much weight behind astrology. I'm not saying. But it's a lot of people thing. don't even understand their true astrology. They just know their sun sign. Missy, head up, head up, head up. And they just want to bandwagon what they see being out there in popular culture. Missy, hear that. Hear that. I'm not saying it's not a thing. I'm not saying it doesn't have an effect. I do not believe the effect is as great as astrologists make it out to be. I do not believe that when Mercury retrograde comes about, that challenges occur in people's lives. I think that's just another day. I think it's just, you know, same shit, different day. Okay. That's what I believe. And you are entitled to your opinion. Alright. 
but it's wrong. <laughs> I don't even need to argue this. I, and Danny's just sitting there like, uh, I, don't, I don't have the energy uh, to do this today. <laughs> I, will, I will just say, my, my granny believes. So once granny believes, <laughs> you, have to, you have to afford it some level of seriousness. <laughs> When I just just let it go. Well, no, I'm asking oh. what what has gone on in oh. the week. What has gone on in the week? Since you know Mercury in retrograde, I'm assuming some stuff has led up to. Said no, Mercury retrograde. just starts today. The retrograde just starts today. Yeah, but maybe things lead up to it. See. Well, Marshall knew Marshall that. Marshall got married before that. <laughs> Congratulations to Mister and Mrs. So uh, you reasons Fitz. why we don't need um, sound effects. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Monk, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Truck on the Road. <laughs> no, no, I think that... I think Hold that, on to the big truck, sorry. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Alright, that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, isn't he, like, because isn't, um, as you guys are listening to it, is it the 17th Marshall Monday and isn't it like a wedding theme? Yeah. So he had his whole like wedding bleed into carnival. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy is the guy is good. The guy is good. I bet you he's going to have like carnival wedding merch. Oh, the guy is good. Yeah, the, well, the whole thing is Marshall Monday is a wedding. Like that's yeah, the, yeah. The guy is good. The guy is good. And. And I think I it's supposed to be the last. Is it the last Marshall Monday? Is that true? Yeah, that's what he was. That's what he was saying. He's a know. married man. He can't be doing them things again. I'm to y'all. Uh, he can't be in yeah. the streets with them. He's he going to end. He's going to end Marshall Monday forever with his wife coming out on the stage and then like them, like being whisked away by some kind of tightrope crane. <laughs> <laughs> out of the stadium. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know here first. We're breaking it here. <laughs> somebody was saying, right? Like you see how people are, like Marshall, you know, with all his fame and popularity, took his time and he got married at the courthouse. And some people need a fifty to one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar wedding. I am going to stop you right here. Do not hate on people's big weddings. I thought I'm not. I'm not. I just found it funny. I just found it funny because man say you because the way they would edit it was in like Trini slang. Uh, all you see, you know, you, uh, wedding good enough for for Marshall and his girl in in the courthouse. You could they call it the red house. <laughs> People find. Anyway, anyway, I'm not even getting to that. Yeah, but um, I, I think they're doing that now and then they're going to have a bigger celebration later on. More than likely. <laughs> Carnival is their whole celebration. Exactly. I don't understand you. Like a proper, like... Well, no, well, because you see, the thing is, if, to, if for the man, Carnival is his life, mm-hmm. right? So that must have been the oh, man no, 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 thinking. He just want to escape and go on his little vacation and, like, finish with that. Oh, that too. More right. power to them. You go see the man having a big wedding party. Because even like his wife is a, is a yoga teacher, and you okay. know how he on them hymen vibes. So I could yeah. imagine it being like a retreat. All right, so what else yeah. go on this week? Because Marshall get married, you know. Um, Caribbean islands were dealing with their um fake news and what if they had coronavirus in in coronavirus this week. 
at least two or three islands thought they had somebody with coronavirus so, or potential. Uh, <coughs> Here's my question. Um, were they ready? You know, they're trying to say that they were, but, you know, then it comes out, they when they put in people in the quarantine, they realize, oh, shoot, we can't test it, test for it here, so we have to find a place where we can test it, and then they figure out, okay, we can send it to Trinidad, Trinidad is able to test it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, they didn't do, they didn't do terribly, they didn't do terribly. Um, uh, but were they prepared were they super prepared? Could they, like, I wouldn't say they were Could they prepared, have been more prepared? But, but they could have been more prepared. Yeah. Because, especially in St. Lucia, the person took a whole bus to get to the hospital. Like, oh, at, my God. Yeah. So the person didn't land in St. Lucia. So, or or so they took a boat to St. Lucia and then... Um, um, they, they were allowed they into got, the yeah. island and then they took a bus a local bus to the hospital so at that point in time that person could have been exposed to like meanwhile <laughs> so, I mean I think it was so interesting like if the person was like dying like that that they thought it was coronavirus what did, did they actually bus? have but when did take a bus? what did they actually have though the flu meanwhile in Asia there's a cruise ship that was denied like it tried and dock in five different countries and they told them no because they fought people on the, the cruise ship had coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like everyone was like, nah, I'm not here. Keep that shit moving, bro. Like, but that was happening <laughs> in the Caribbean, too. Yeah, yeah. We've denied at least two boats. <laughs> but I think what the person had been untruthful about where they had been. So they were like, you know, they came from Russia. But then apparently it came about that they came from Russia, from China. No, so Russia don't have flu, all right? You can't yeah. to have flu in Russia. So, so I guess that's why they allowed him into the island because, you know. But I then that brings about is there like some kind of discrimination about from people that have been to China? But you know, that's another yeah, conversation. Yeah, they let him in and it turned out it still wasn't coronavirus. You can't afford to have coronavirus in Russia. Alright? Things too hard over there. And if Putin wants to kill you, he'll personally come and do it himself. Right? He doesn't need to use a virus. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, so luckily it wasn't that. Um, I think Guyana had a scare as well. Um, yeah, so luckily it wasn't that. But if it was, um, Lucians can't take anything seriously. People were walking around in garbage bags. Oh my gosh. People had like <laughs> rags tipped to their face. Uh. People had on like the normal dust masks. And like, like they had it yeah. on, like somebody sent their child to school with like um, kitchen cleaning gloves and a dust mask. I'm like, if you're that concerned about coronavirus, just keep your child at, at home. home. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. What, what else? What else happened in the news? Um. It was this past weekend was All Star Weekend. Now, before we talk about, they have nothing else before that. Um, it was i mean it's it's lighter things so um this uh grenadian mass band has been uh on a more like super local level a grenadian mass band hosted a carnival design workshop for secondary school students so i think it's 
Oro or O-R-O carnival, luxury carnival. Don't quote no, me. No, no, no. I like that. That's that's good vibe. Um, you know, try and, you know, encourage more people to mm-hmm. get in the whole designing of costumes. I don't know how to make a costume. Exactly. <laughs> but you never know. The next great carnival designer might be in one of them secondary mm-hmm. schools right there. And now the person just find the passion and boom. Yep. So um, it was an opportunity for students to... Um, they took students... Three students from seven government secondary schools attended a full-day workshop that focused on aspects of Grenada's traditional mass and offered students, who were also accompanied by a teacher from each school, an opportunity to learn firsthand some of the basic concepts of carnival costume design. That's, that's good. This was endorsed by the Spice Mass Corporation and included a presentation by the Spice Mass CEO. So... Um, that's good. That's good. I think definitely efforts to kind of keep the traditional, traditional yeah, man, yeah, traditions man. and traditional parts of carnival alive, and um, a part of that is education, right? It'd be nice, you know. Certainly, well, other places probably do it, but it's nice to see it get yeah, um, awareness. And like I say, it's showing, you know, it's showing the children, you know, they have other ways, other things you can do. You know, become a costume designer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel I'm like sure honestly, designers this probably make some good money. Oh yeah, and I feel like um places. This was Grenada, but I feel like places like Trinidad because of how big it is, um, and because there's this whole business. You know, it's a carnival is like an export for them as well. Mm. I think there's a lot more kind of education <coughs> and activities yeah. kind of involved in their carnival but it's it's nice to see it other places as well well and also i feel um it's not only a costume design thing you never know that might push somebody <coughs> just into fashion mm-hmm. on a whole yeah definitely so yeah. um yeah we need more of that in the caribbean more more fashion more art stuff uh-huh. like i just recently found out that somebody was actually doing um theater arts at um, so Arthur, so I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, "Oh, that's that's different. Uh-huh. That's, cool. that's cool." So I think even like maybe somebody should try and do something on like an adult scale, like you know, for people who maybe have an artistic bone but they don't not show sure it to start, like some kind of costume designer workshop for people like 20 to 30 that you know maybe want to get into something like that in, in well, like a island scale well and i don't even think you know it doesn't even have to be stuff that solely get towards it being your profession i think just more courses and opportunities for people to learn even if they just want it to be their hobby, hobby. right yeah. so things like Learning mm. how to sew, right? Like if you're if you didn't pick it up from school or do it learn on your own, like there's no like sewing class, you know, yeah. you can go to, um, you know, different well, I, things. There's like some that. stuff like that, but it's not enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like very small, unknown five people. What Um, I was just saying, um, adjacent to this whole carnival topic. Twitter was on fire this week with okay. the whole, um, as usual, you know, Twitter is always a blaze, um, no, 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 with no. the whole carnival debacle of St. Lucian carnival tickets coming <laughs> coming out in selling January out. and selling out and everyone making it a bigger deal than it actually um, no. was. Mostly no. foreigners. No. <laughs> I, um, it... The tickets that sold out were boat ride tickets, to um, be fair. Yeah, and then the on small boats. And boat ride tickets always sell out. Missy, yes, 
And that fine always sells out, okay? But nonetheless, we got a boat ride ticket. A boat ride that's going to happen in July. June, July, in January. Y'all don't think that's a little too early? That's a little too early, bird. <laughs> well, they were actually announcing the party in January and then the... Um... Y'all don't think that's a little too early, bird special? <laughs> no, because there are people who put out tickets and they gradually release, 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 right? So you, it's not yeah. guaranteed that yes. that was all of the tickets for the party so you said so so you think they will have more tickets for the party the boat will have more space no but generally no, when they, people they do early generally when people do early bird they only do a certain proportion of yes their but what i'm saying bird. is they so you're saying they didn't sell out the boat right that's just like no no that, they so still they, have like a, a lot of um in-person okay. tickets Oh. Yeah. And that's the thing for Carnival, right? They do the on they've added the online tickets to um cater to foreigners or people abroad, but they still always have in person yeah, tickets available. I have a problem with the ticket selling out uh, and whatnot. My issue is how early. That's the issue for me. I don't think the sell out, uh, early net is the issue. Because like we've dramatically increased our carnival timeline before costumes in history even release yes, miss it, miss it, before yeah. like april april may and now no. costumes releasing in december yes and it has to release in december given the price that the, the thing that costumes now are 1000 us mm. 2000 us you know you have to give you time to put the deposit and pay it off bit by bit but i, so, so about I think the party is the same thing they're giving time people time to like you know plan their carnival week you know put money aside so and if I you mean, buy a pet ticket in january you buy another pet ticket in but, february but you buy another pet ticket in here's, in march here's what i say in this you can announce all the fets in January. You don't have to start selling the tickets in January. But, but then it's the same thing. You don't have to buy the tickets in January. You can wait. You can buy your tickets yes, at the and door. Yes, and here's what they're saying now. Options. But here's what they're saying now. I don't buy the ticket in January and I bar. They so have you're more bar, but that's, You're not bar. You're not bar. There's going to be plenty of parties. It's a false they're, perception of being bar. <laughs> yeah. they are like at least maybe seven to ten events a day. Like you... That's what I, I keep telling people and asking yes. Do yes. not fret. They you have see. plenty of fets. But fit. if they have a fet, even, you, you patronize and on, that's your team. Even on the, the parties that say they are sold out, it's just, it's just like the initial run-up tickets that are sold out. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they're going to organize and everybody's going to get tickets and whatever. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if you're going to go to events and people, they're still going to have tickets at the door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for events that were sold out since January. So I want you to like, remember you said that today on February 16th. No, but I, I'm just saying there are going to be other parties, right? So if it shouldn't like, if you know, if you're planning and you know what parties you're going to go to, people releasing something shouldn't surprise you. Yeah. You know, because I, the, I market, the marketing I don't know. happens. I think I'm not wording my issue with this correctly and I kind of don't want to go into it. So I just going to. Agree I I think it's uh I think it's like an entitlement issue, you know, I, because like I I, I went to Barbados crop over a year and I didn't get tickets to a few events and I just picked other events like you know like I I wanted to get into Candy Coated Cruise, they had something where I had to. Um, basically, see, I know somebody on the committee, and then I had to pick a boat, and then I had to pick, 
if I sexy or if I not sexy. And you know, like I don't know, or like a jump through how much hoops to just get a ticket. And I and at the end they were like, yeah, it's so loud. And like you know, I you know stuff happens. Like you know that's life. Things are loud. Like you know, I'm going to live. Like I I not I not deny. Like literally, that. literally the day that did not have the day that the event was supposed to be on, we ended up going to an even better party for twenty five dollars. And we were trying to go on a $150 boat ride instead. And we end up going on a little boat in the harbor and turned for $25. (laughs) And, you know, we had so much fun. I was like, what? A good thing I didn't go on that other boat ride because this one was even more turned. You're just saying they don't have to be really turned the party. I I feel the people who are upset have the loudest voices. The influencers that didn't get tickets, they're upset. And they feel in some kind of way that they didn't get their tickets and they didn't have stuff put aside for them. And they feel in some kind of way. Because everybody I see complaining online about this is like a foreigner. Uh, who said Lucia thing they are, you know, Trinidad does have all these tickets, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, just come, come. It will be okay. It will be okay. I promise you. Okay? You'll come to St. Lucia. You'll have a great time. I promise you that. Right? And if, if you don't have a good time, I'll buy you a drink somewhere. Safeb. <laughs> yeah. like, the, the vibe is going to be there. Like it's it's it's, yeah. it's not an issue. <laughs> what else is going on? Um, um, the only the other one... thing was um, Alpha. What? Uh, no, Dwayne Wade says send. Oh yes. Oh, we t- we touching that today. <laughs> I'm not touching it. I'm just saying that's what he said. I'm not, yep. touching, I'm not going into it because I don't know what to come and tell me I close minded and whatever, whatever, whatever because I'll just tell them they more Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Anyway. That's, that's my stance. So this that. weekend was all-star weekend. Um, stop. Before, oh my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before we go to the all-star weekend thing, all I'm going to say on this whole topic, and that is something I said to you all in the group already, is the whole thing about refraining away norms and traditions in our attempt to be so progressive and we're not seeing that while some of those norms and traditions are outdated that they're there to to prevent us from descending into chaos and anarchy that's all i am saying now let's move on to all star weekend where aaron gordon got robbed again bruh honestly <laughs> i hope when doing with go outside he get robbed for him to know how aaron gordon felt because that's some bullshit <laughs> Um, I don't know if but, I do. But we're just so making bullshit. all the news this week. Do you know just making all the news this week? <laughs> well, what I wanted to say was in the three the three point competition was won by Buddy Hield, who's a Bahamian, who was dedicating his win to his people and his country. Yeah, yeah. woo! Uh-huh. Lie, that three point competition wasn't all that minus like minus him. Everybody else was just like blah to me. Like the man was a, he clearly is a shooter. So yeah, I don't know what else could she do in there, but I needed to stop that motion. Like you like, follow a, through. Do not play basketball. Kobe. Oh my God! Do not tarnish the man's memory that way, Lord <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. Three point competition. It was okay. I I wouldn't say it was like mad exciting. Like I thought it would have been like close kind of thing because fellas were like shooting and whatnot and then i was like oh like you missed a whole rack like what you see you doing there but yeah but the sound competition that had like the most like drama drama to me 
That's it always And I believe is. like Aaron Gordon was robbed. I can't believe he's never won one before yes. being such a great dunker. Exactly. This is the third time he's been in it and he's been robbed. And they interviewed him and he actually said he don't think he's ever going to do it again. Mm. Yeah, because that's messed up. And then apparently they interviewed some NBA officials who said it was supposed to be a tie and they don't know what happened. One of the judges messed up on the score. Dwayne, we're looking at you. We're looking at you. We knew it was you. Alright? People say, oh, because the people gave the same score. Don't worry about that. Maybe he was supposed to. And Dwayne was supposed to give a 10. We're looking at you, Dwayne. We're looking at you. Yeah. Focus, Wade. Yeah. Focus. You can say all the wrong things. That's the problem. If you had your <clears throat> eyes where it was supposed to be, that wouldn't happen. No. We're saying the wrong things. This nigga jumped a 7 foot 5 person and you give him a 9? When you go outside, you get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Said it. On that note, Adani, are you ready to launch us into this week's episode? Yes, I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on the theme of getting robbed, <laughs> we are going to talk about you know survival tips for studying and living abroad as a Caribbean oh. student, so you don't get robbed when you go to another country to study. <laughs> true, wow, true. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I see where you're going yeah. with this. Okay. So okay. this topic was um, requested by one of our viewers. I wouldn't be like those YouTubers that say, you know, like, we literally have been inundated with people asking about this. No. No, but, we have not. Yeah. One of our viewers. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> for the first time, somebody left us feedback. On like Shout a out to you. Shout they left out us to feedback you. and we're like, oh my God, run with it. So they went to study in asia and um you know we only have tips for america but i think some of our tips will apply to her regardless and you know wishing her all the best um let's get right into it <laughs> boom so what what when you think about like when you all went to start studying right like what are just some things off the top of your head that you had wish you had known um, before you had even gotten on the plane to go to start your your school life. No, that's that's a good. We, that's... We, we just were not ready. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was ready for that response. I thought that'd be number two at least. Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did I wish I knew? Uh, you share yours, Adani. What What do you wish you knew? My skin don't like the US weather. <laughs> one, yeah, one thing I wish I knew was that getting food was so getting bad food was so easy, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, you have so My many like, like coming from a place where like literally you have two options and then one option after midnight. Like you know, like no, and then you go into a place you where you have like seventy-five options. <laughs> like oh, we should eat this today. Oh, we should try this. Oh, we should eat this. Oh, this is right across from the school. Oh, this is cheap, three dollars for a burger, one ninety-nine. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's even, worse. Oh my gosh. it's even worse when you walk into your school cafeteria and that's all they serve is like pizza, hamburgers. Like, what is wrong with you people? I, yeah. I, 
I wish spend I... so much money and I I wish I had known like you know <laughs> I I wish I knew how good I had it before I left. Yes, yes. Exactly. Wow, wow. Exactly. I seen people no. freaking out on a Chipotle bowl and I say, you see, you only know about my pups, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So I, I guess that you were saying like survival tips and you had it like broken down by by phases, right? So yes, even just like your choice, right? Like where you even determining where to so go. Hey that, hey that. Let me ask you, how did yes. you all determine where you wanted to go? Did you all do it based off what you were going and study, or you all did it based off of how much the place was going to cost? I think cost was a huge factor, okay. and also like society. So like I didn't. I my dad had gone to study electrical engineering in Cuba, sorry, and he had to actually do a whole year of Spanish, Spanish. and then his entire. Degree in electrical engineering was then in Spanish in Havana, so I didn't want a similar I didn't want a similar story or I didn't want that similar kind of um, experience. So I wanted to experience English. So I knew I had to pick a place that English was at least the school majority of the classes would be in English, and then the course wasn't horrible. The surrounding area was easy to adapt to. So you know I wasn't going from um, living in the Caribbean to now living in like Serbia or or some weird place where the weather is different, the the people speak a different language, the whole culture is different, you know. So that's why I went to Florida, and um, close to home was a big thing for me because I wanted to go back home and check on my grandparents and my parents often. Um, yeah. That's what kind of determined where I decided to go. So I'm the only person who I just like did like the craziest thing and just going in the middle of fucking nowhere, basically. Okay. What? Okay. But what was your reasoning to even like apply there, or like what drew you to it? The program seemed really good to me. That's all I was looking at. I didn't look at the cost. You know, when you're young and you're dumb and you're thinking about all you're thinking about, yeah, I better go find the money somewhere somehow. <laughs> wow. That kind of thing, like, uh, but I was wild at that one. Okay. Let's just say I was not as financially well, Kirchen. I was not as financially was um, conscious? conscious with other people's money. Mm. With my money, I was fine. Other people's money, bro, wild the fuck out, right? So I was like, oh, I really like their program. Okay, yeah, whatever. They they seem to have some international people over there. I don't really care if they had international people over there. I just like their program and whatnot. And it just so happened that hey. I got a scholarship, so yeah, that that's important. <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> hey, that was after the fact. Honestly, like I had applied. The only the first no, the first scholarship like they offered me was to go from like out of institution to like institution. And my mother's like, all right, yeah, we can make it work and whatnot. And then some lady in the international office emailed us and like, oh, this is also the scholarship you can apply for. Um, and if you get it. Everything will be covered, and I got it. I got a full scholarship, and yeah, so that was like that made my decision for me. Like I had applied to other schools, and some of them were like really good schools, and they had offered me scholarships. But even after the scholarships they offered, it was still a lot of money, and I was like, yeah, that's a that's a. I think maybe that was a one time I showed some like restraint when I saw like the numbers. I was like, yeah, my mother might not be too keen on that. 
But I mean, <laughs> those people offered me a full scholarship. So I was like, hell yeah, like why not? I go to school in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, money, money was from... definitely a big factor. Yeah. Um, for me, I kind of have like three different experiences, right? Because I like did a yeah, did high school thing and then I did university and then I transferred, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, going to the high school, like straight out of like CXC, I my brother had done a similar thing so that was kind of the path that was charted for me but i was exploring do i go to florida which is what he did do i go to his same school do i go to some other schools in florida that i found or do i play the wild card and go like to new england right so like i went and visited all of those schools and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna go i i really want to live in the one outside of boston da, 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 da. <laughs> and then i went and visited all of the places and like probably the one that was more like my middle option or whatnot ended up being my top one after actually visiting the school meeting the people i was like yeah this is more my vibe than everything else so it was for that one it was weighing like what was on paper versus the actuals right yeah so, i i didn't see anything yeah I, uh, I just went. You will just and that's roll the, the dice. Like. And, and that's the thing, right? For a lot of people, you not all the time you'll have the luxury to actually go see the place, right? Um, that was my third experience. Yeah, let me right? see. Let me show you how much I roll the dice. On the way to the school, my mother was thinking in the head, and it's after like she dropped me off, like she said it to me. She said she was thinking the entire time. If she got there and she didn't like what she saw, she was just taking me back home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, if I reach there, if I go there and I didn't like what I saw, I was just taking you back home. I was like, excuse me, so you'd have brought me all the way here to take me back? She's like, yeah, if I didn't like what I saw. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, some people don't have that luxury. You just have to live with, you know, your choice, right? You see, I really think I was going to remember to take me back home. Yeah. Well, no, but, no, not yes. you, but somebody yeah. else, right? Um, the second experience was I was just trying to get into the best school that I could right and i got into some other schools where i had um full scholarships but the number one school that i got in was the hardest to get into and i had no scholarship and i was willing to go to the others but my parents were like you did your hard work to get into your first choice we just we'll have to like figure it out and again it was kind of like on paper it was like a good like it lined up but by the time i went there what i experienced versus then like what my mind changed to like wanting to do or like get towards um it didn't match up so um and i still had not gotten a scholarship so it was you know a lot more like financially pressing at that time so i decided to transfer and when i transferred i was honestly looking for a normal ass business school in texas or florida um so i was looking for warmth (laughs) i was looking for low cost of living i was looking for a lot of majors in the business school because i wasn't a hundred percent like figured out um you're probably looking for a fucking school life balance i was looking for a regular like i didn't want anything preppy i wanted just a regular public school that had a lot of people and a lot of like 
different interests you know pe- more people to be exposed to versus like being in this kind of bubble um so so that was my kind of rationale behind behind my choices and for for that that one i didn't go and visit any of the schools i was just like this looks good we're going <laughs> And like my first time there was orientation, right? Like my parents didn't even like they're like, Okay, you know what you're doing? Like I found the Saint Lucian girl who went there and she was like, Yeah, um I'll fly the same day as you will ride I'll we'll leave from the airport, you can stay by me. <laughs> right? So I guess if we have to kind of break out that piece, right? The survival tips for that is like that whole thing, like what would y'all say it is? Do uh, your do your research. Figure out what you like. Oh, yeah, there's something like, here. Research, Bruh, Google the fuck out of them schools. I, I think, I think narrow it down to what you interested in. You don't necessarily have to pick out a major, but just what you interested in, and then find schools that have a broad, a broad variety of stuff mm-hmm. that fall under that those interests. Categories, yeah. I and then Google the shit out of them and narrow it down to one, to like three to five of them. And I think it's also like you don't want to pigeonhole yourself because yes. like there are certain things that you may be looking for that are like, yes, you're non-negotiables, but there are things that you don't even know are going to be important to you, right? So it's just kind of like think broadly um, when you're kind of making those decisions. I think if you have anybody or any connections at that school like just talk to them and kind of find well here's the thing you don't out. even have to have connections at the school one thing about these schools they quickly respond to your emails mm-hmm. just find an email address on them sites and start emailing people asking questions yeah but what i'm yes i agree with you there but i'm also saying if you can get any experiences from uh, an actual student well that's the thing that's the next thing i was going to go to is that even if you don't know somebody and you find somebody on the site and you email them a lot of times they direct you to a student mm. who can tell you about the experience mm-hmm. and whatnot because that was one of the things that happened to me okay i got directed to a student who, who was who wanted to give me their life story at that place because the person had gone too fast to do the PhD there mm-hmm. and granted I didn't necessarily want to hear all of that jazz I just wanted to know if it was a nice school because you know at that point in time you young you know much you just it's a good school that's all you want to know but another thing for me be open minded that's to me that's the number one thing when you see you live in your home country and you go into some other country be it that is just a five minute plane right away be open minded be open minded to the people to the culture of the place, just be open, be, and, be willing to try new things, go out of your comfort zone. And honestly, sometimes that may be like reserving comments on things, like for a little bit of time, and maybe just kind of like listening and taking in things. But just so give not something like, a try. Mm-hmm. Give something new a try. You never know. That might be, that might just, that might blow your mind. It might be your the new best thing for you and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that's very important. I think. Um, what I would say is um, find somewhere that um, that you like, that you can be comfortable, that you can afford, that you know won't put you in like debt for a million years, you know. And then um, when you're doing your research, like do research on stuff that matters to you. Like if you know you like food, then find somewhere where you know the food decent. 
right? Well, but also you, kind of, I guess, look to see if the place you're even going is accessible, right? Like, you might not get a car, but is there, like, what is public transportation yeah, in yeah, the house yeah. of there? Um, Make um, sure you can be comfortable and, you know, like, if you like to ride a bicycle, then that won't matter to you. But mm-hmm. if you like to take your train everywhere, then you need to look for a city with a good, you know, transportation system, etc. Or do you like city life or do you like rural life? Some people like to be in the middle of nowhere and just, you know, be unreachable. But but here's my thing. But sometimes you don't figure that what you like until you go, right? That was my experience. And I was going to say, it's one thing to want to go somewhere and be comfortable, but it could be a matter of you find a place that's just a damn good deal in Mm -hmm. terms of the program and the amount of money, and maybe you just have to be, you just have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, many illusions do it that way. You many have illusions. to be willing to adapt sometimes. They have some things that will make that will break you. Eh? Maybe it's like yeah, the the cost of living low and the price of the school um low and the program good, but boy, I just can't stand the goddamn winters there, and you have to leave. I I understand that. Roll out my G. Go somewhere <laughs> warmer and whatnot. But sometimes they may say we there's and I see it. I see it often. You know, if people speak online in that, oh, I hate this place and whatnot. Sometimes they say you just have to bear it out for, Man, ride it out for a little it, bit yeah. and adapt. Because in the grand scheme of things, what you get in there is so, so, it's so valuable in the end that maybe you just have to, boy, let me just bear it for a bit and yeah. adapt and roll and whatnot. So don't make comfort, I'm not saying comfort not a big thing, but don't make comfort so big of a thing that you pass up a, a good opportunity. Yeah, sense. because I think it's also like, you know, how long is this for and the, how, yeah. how long can you write for it time out? Because where you go to school doesn't necessarily mean like that's where you have to stay, exactly. right? So, I mean, even for some of our friends who, who've um, done school in Asia, in like China or Taiwan, they've like gone on to all other places. Like some are living in Hong Kong now, some went, moved to like different parts of Taiwan, um, some moved like back to the Caribbean. So it's just, you know, and even I guess take advantage of being where you're at, right? So, um, you know, some people from either doing time in Europe or doing time in Asia got the opportunity to travel to all of those like a lot of those countries out there and and seeing things so I guess if you may be maybe feeling stuck in terms of your academics or like your 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 school commitment see how you can kind of get outside and like treat it as an adventure but like still within your 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 means right yeah, yeah. so I mean Adani was talking about like food food and stuff right on the outline but even stuff like that right like using food and community as a opportunity to kind of you know branch out no maybe you miss yourself in in the, like the, the living, food of the place living in texas i like i'm not even so churchy but i ended up going to bible studies just to see what what this what it what it was about like what's like why is everyone <laughs> going to bible study on a wednesday night like am i missing oh, something oh. Bible study had such good food. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, they used to pull it all out, all the stops. Like, come eat for Jesus. <laughs> I, I felt so much pressure when I had the night that I had to bring food to Bible study. <laughs> let, let me tell you, when when you have, like, friends, like, it makes everything, like, easier. Like, just 
being able to talk to people on Skype or WhatsApp after like a hard day of school, like just makes everything easier, even though you're struggling. Well, you see, and that's, so that's the next thing I was going to get to, because like for us, like, yeah, I was, we were far away and whatnot, but we all kept in contact. We had our, we we had our BBM groups, because remember, for a lot of us, I mean, we went that BBM was still a thing, then we have our WhatsApp group and whatnot. So, you know, you may feel a little homesick, eh? That's something that happens to everybody. Playing video games online. <laughs> yeah, but you have to find ways keeping touch with your people and whatnot. But though, but here my thing, I may say, though, do it so much to the extent that you shut out your surroundings where you are. Because a thing for me, yes, I missed my friends and I talked to a Danny and a Nushka and all my people and whatnot. But I had I had a group of friends over there that I met I met over there at school that bruh. Let me tell you that uh, I I could try and avoid these people and they would find me and drag me out. You know something like you 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 maybe you're a little homesick or you just you know I don't to chat in my room and do nothing and I hear knock 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 on my door and I look in outside and it's like three white boys telling me we going out and I'm like oh my god. Well, and I mean <laughs> you were fortunate to have that, right? Yeah. But not everybody will, right? And I think part of even kind of making friends and stuff like that is making sure you go out like making yeah. sure you even like have your certain routines and stuff you you do where you may see and meet people but also like step outside of so, those yeah so like for me i used to be like in the gym going to group fitness classes and stuff like that so it's through my zumba classes and stuff that i'd meet people who were in different majors or like other classes and would be able to bounce around there yeah, um i had a job on i had jobs on campus that were fairly social right so okay, i'd have okay. to go like run events and stuff around um campus so i'd also have that as an opportunity to kind of go around and meet people i just talk and be social and then you'd be surprised then who'd come and talk to you then like even when Anytime you go out to eat, you know, like that's an opportunity to like sit down and like make some friends and that I, I kind of thing. I know about that last part. talking about it. But like what I say is, you don't have to eat. You don't have to eat every meal by yourself. No, you know? I, I know because I did not do that. Uh-huh. I did not eat every meal by myself. But like, yeah, um, a big part of it uh, of surviving over there, I can tell you for sure, is making friends with the people. You, you don't have to be friendly or friends with everybody. But if you're going to make friends with one or two good people, let me tell you something, that will help you so much, eh? Because that's rides from the airport, that's rides to places, maybe that's somewhere to stay over Thanksgiving, maybe that's somebody who you who you can do spring break with, and these kind of things. Like, p- making friends and just branching out, and op- just broadening your eyes, that, that's going to help you big time. Um, a big thing for me was um living space boy so like over the course of like six years i had like a bunch of apartments and the best experience i had was when i had my own room and i was literally across the street from campus so hold on so you did the you did the apartment thing that was your thing from the get-go apartments yeah, from the get go, so, I knew I couldn't share the same room with somebody okay. else. That was just a no no for me. So, so I had to learn that I the had... hard way. <laughs> well, I won't say learn it the hard way because I did the on campus thing. And when I did the, I did it for the first two years. 
Yeah, the first two years I did the on-campus thing. So the first year, let me tell you something here. The first year, that the roommates I had, that was like the dream roommates, the dream team. My first roommate, it was fine. It turned the lights off, you know, they didn't bother me. Kept the room clean. You um, was very friendly, you know, helpful, that kind of thing. Nice person all around. Was a very good roommate. Then. He didn't come back the second semester because his dad got sick. So I had a new roommate. But the new roommate I had was non-existent. In that he was pledging for a frat and he had a girlfriend who was living off campus. So he was never in the room. So I had the room all to myself. All the time. Then third and fourth was just a train wreck. Well, fourth wasn't really a train wreck. Fourth, fourth was... Fourth had gotten arrested. <laughs> he was never there. He got arrested like literally like for a whole weekend. I didn't see the man. And then he showed up on Monday like dog. I was arrested. I was like what? You don't say. I was like I would have never known because I wasn't looking for you in the in the room. And then I did the whole apartment thing after. But yeah, living space like that's a a nanny. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head with that one day. If you see yeah. you you have like a bad roommate that can severely affect your time where you are. So you have to decide, am I willing to share a room with somebody or am I willing to share, even, because even sharing an apartment for me was a, a, a task. Yeah, even that is, is can be tied with the wrong person. Because I, I did have the wrong, it started off fine. I had good people and then the good people graduated. They left. Mm-hmm. Because I, at the time I ended up in the apartment, it was like their last semester. So I went home and I came back and they were gone and I had new roommates. And one of them was always getting into arguments with his girlfriend. So like there'd be random shouting at like odd hours of the night and whatnot. And then they had another weirdo who would do random things like cook like seafood. Like he would cook shrimp and stuff. And then go to bed and leave it on the fucking stove. <laughs> yes. Shrimp and, oh. shrimp and cream sauce. Eh? Cream like... sauce, yes. Yeah, so... Picking where you live in is a a, a, a a very major thing. And then you have to decide also, eh, like... Like... Are you going to get a car? Because if you know you're going to get a car, then you know you can maybe live a little further away from campus... And, and what not maybe that might but even not are you going to like do, do you, you have to? to do you yeah. need to because sometimes you you're in an area where you everything's so close together that but i think like even now like just i guess depending on what you're trying to do like are you gonna go long distances or whatever but things have changed so much with like um uber and lyft Boy. and yeah, oh, zip, zip oh. car and like let, let me tell but you, yeah, Uber changed. That, yeah, yeah, Uber changed. Uber changed and Lyft, that changed the game. That yeah. changed the game, and yeah, especially uh, back uh, then, uh, Uber uh, and Lyft were cheap. Remember, oh you, go, you go out places, and now people, if who get drunk, where you stranded, you're like, oh shoot, how we getting how home? How we getting home? I remember a time I was in DC. We went to a fet. Um, we went to a fet at Howard for Howard homecoming. We end up back in like DC and. My friends and I were from another university that was like further away, 
and they more or less we were in an area of dc where at that time like free for him the cab driver sees as a black people they just driving past you straight so no cab was stopping for anybody so and remember guys like google wasn't popping back then you know like we were still on our definitely were just, this, the, yeah because definitely was just like picking up like so, Uber hadn't really started. So, yeah, so, Google Maps so, was just. So, what did your people up. have to do? Your people had to um, find the bus station, walk to the bus station, and like wait for an hour to for the bus to start back up at like 5 a.m. and then take the bus back to to georgetown when i was getting back or when i was getting off the bus on campus at like 6 a.m one of my friends i saw one of my friends leaving campus to go and run a 5k i'm like mm. he's like you had a night i'm like boy let me tell you <laughs> right? yeah, uber and live changed the game like to, to the point where i didn't even buy another car after that like i sold my last car and i was just like i just went to uber live i can walk to class like it's a like a three minute walk to class or if I went out, and it was at the point where, like, if like if I, like a few of our friends had vehicles, we'd actually park at somebody's house mm-hmm. and then just Uber in mass from that thing. So like everybody could drink, everybody could have fun. Nobody was a designated driver. So Uber and Lyft, you're the you're the real MVPs. Cause let yeah. me tell you, before that, eh, when I used to have to take the 75 bus, oh boy, at midnight. Uh, the crazy characters in Miami. <laughs> no, no, the worst thing when uh, you bus when you take in bus, eh, is when you you follow in your thing, you on time, da, 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 you sit down there, and then the bus you waiting for come in, and then it's out of service, and you're just like, no. I, honestly, I don't envy us. Okay, I guess that's I the perks of going to a school where the school is the largest fucking thing in the town. Okay. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Yo, I used to like break the corner, the bus five minutes away, and I watching the bus drive away down the street, and I the bus stops at a, a, a light, you know. I knocking on the door. Yo, my class in a while. Hour. <laughs> Damn it. No head pap- forward. Straight forward. Never looking at you. Mid head forward. No, papi. No. Mm-mm, you late for the bus. <laughs> yeah, right. But to the point where made you so smile when you see me later. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leave me. Leave me. Like, uh, I but... even remember stuff like, um, like, um, doing groceries, right? Like, I thought I wanted to live this, like, whole city life, da, 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 da. but then, like, like, walking out in the elements, like, that was one thing I was like, mm. and the other thing was, like, having to do groceries like how much of an ordeal that was right you have to go get your things you have your jackets on and you walk in with your grocery bags and the quality in your face so so what i'm hearing from anushka is sometimes it's not what you think it's going to be no so that that's another thing i was going to say sometimes you're basically we have to be willing to concede that it's not what we wanted and that maybe we need to transfer somewhere else yeah, like don't I, be ashamed, basically, to look into transferring sometimes. And I remember, I, I, I probably give this story so much when just shakes his head, but um, I remember I went to his school for a summer semester, and I didn't realize I had turned into a different person because just kind of being in Florida and on the East Coast or whatever, it's a different like vibe, it's a different energy. So, so I'm walking out of the building, and this guy in front of me holds the door for me. 
right? And I, I instantly in my head, I'm thinking, oh, what does he want? Why are he holding the door open for me? Like, what after I'm going to come and ask me or tell me there, whatever, whatever. And he was just doing it like, cause that's just a thing they do down there. Like I started realizing it and I was like, what callous human being have I turned into that I didn't realize? That like, people hold doors open for others. Yes. It's like these little like cultural intricacies as well, right? And I think they're stereotypes of places, but that isn't always like true, you know? Because people will hear we live in Texas and they're like, oh, how do you all do that? Isn't it like so racist out there? That kind no, of thing. I can tell you straight up, like, let me tell you something. I admit there were like times, maybe once in a while, I may get homes, I may have gotten homesick. I can tell you. It's not as much as other people, and it was not very often. Because my experience moving to Texas for school was like, it was amazing in my opinion. Like, I got to the airport, there were literally people waiting for me with a fucking sign. Like, everyone was so welcoming what and nice. Sure. My like, stuff was a lot more um, barren. <laughs> like, I got to my, 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 my dorm, and literally. Because I was supposed to room with someone originally, and at the last week I swapped dorms, but the person still came and found me, and like, bruh, it was. Yeah, that's like that's like the movie kind of go to school scenario. <laughs> well, I <laughs> like, had the movie so all scenario. That, all the TV shows, you know, where they walking in the dorm and like, hey, come in, I'm your RA. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I literally lived next to my RA, I had that and she was so nice to me. Like, I had that experience everywhere I went with my RAs they were like on a happy craft exactly so um what else what are like the tips one of my out? one of my best friends from college I actually met because um um I had moved in like a, a week or so before because I had the international stuff so when everybody else was moving in my neighbor her mom just like poked her head into my room she's like whoa this is I was like hi <laughs> <laughs> and she was like can i come in i'm like sure. she's like liz come meet your your neighbors and that's Shout how i <laughs> that's how liz and i ended up being friends because her mom just budged into my room yeah so um i would say other tips are um daily routine man yeah yeah um, daily routine is good well uh, it's not just good you have to think about it missy um you on your own. You don't have no parents there, no mother. Well, I mean, unless your mother calling you every day like mine. Um, you have no mother waking you up, like, wake up and whatnot. Like, you on your own. Let me tell you that. You can fall into bad habits and start doing crazy things like like sleeping whole day. You yeah. know, missing Especially if you've been with your parents before. Yeah, it's, it's easy to fall into that kind of... I live on my own, so I'm just going to do whatever I want. Oh, whatever when I, I want. want. You start missing assignments yeah. and kind of things. Like, you have to set a daily routine, Missy. I like, yeah. I, I feel like and, I and almost... For simple things, you know. Yeah. I feel like, like I, up. Oh, I feel like I almost, like, reminisce on college because, like, I was operating, like, a well-oiled machine. Like, everything, like, boom, boom, boom. Really? Bam, bam. I, I do. Um, 
you yeah, do yeah. like we did like everything in a certain yeah, way like how true, we wanted true. you know that's that true. kind of thing yeah. even like with exercising yeah, and I stuff i had yep my my proper like yeah, now you now you're nursing your bed super and shit. You just I want to lie down in your bed. <laughs> I don't go to work. I drink wine all day. Cause... At USF, I built my entire schedule around my class schedule, yeah. right? So my classes were literally like 8 to 1, 8 to 2. And then I used to work um, from like 2 to 5 okay. on on campus. Right, and then I used to go to the gym at like six in the morning. Be back home by seven thirty. Have breakfast. Go to class. Right, do what my classes are one one after the other. Soon as I done, go to work. Done. Like then I have a chance to do some like either social event or go and shop or or go back home do laundry clean. Like it's oh so so good so good. Like and just do that four days a week. My Fridays were clean off. And oh, few day weekends, all that beautiful yeah, time. Y'all, y'all, wild. You see this eight o'clock thing? Hell, like your boy didn't have no class before nine o'clock. All right, I'm gonna need y'all to know that because <laughs> I'm a night owl. I'm not putting that up at two in the morning, doing all kind of things. So you know, nine o'clock, nine o'clock, wake up, go to class. No, I wouldn't say wake up nine o'clock. Eight thirty, wake up. Run across the road to the cafeteria because I'm right across the road. Get my breakfast. Go back to my room. Get ready. Go to class. You know, take it from there. Like I, so, a daily routine is important, Missy. All right. If you know you are a morning person, don't want to pick the seven forty eight o'clock class. Well, I feel like there's never gonna be a time like this, right? Like. That's yeah. where you like well, you have, have that independence and flexibility yes. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And let me tell you something. Don't be like the best advice I ever got. I was another Caribbean girl who gave me that advice when I was picking my first set of classes. She said, "Do not be like the people who go and pick like twelve hours in the first semester, the first couple years, because then your last semester will be very hard." If you have, if you find yourself have to do 15, 16 hours in the first couple of years, don't mind that. Do it. Don't push we your head. Because when you see you hit that last year, when yeah. you only have three classes, four classes maybe at most, your day wide open, you taking naps in the middle of the day, you will not regret it. Beautiful. I loved, I loved it then. I loved it then. But and we even had like a, a scene like 15 to stay alive. Some, some or 15 gets you to the finish line like so basically always try and do at least 15 credit hours per semester, semester. in undergrad yeah. yeah and i was doing nine for um graduates but um no nine or 12 but yeah no, no, school no. life oh one more thing before we go missy one more thing don't turn your nose up at summer school facts do not yeah. rush you see because the thing is the semester ending like May 12th, May 15th, and then it doesn't start up again until like August something. Don't, don't be like, oh my God, I go to rush home and turn up for the... Let me tell you that, eh? When you see you at home from May to August, it does get dry fast. You just get bored quickly. So, the top tip, and we figured that out maybe, I think maybe after our like first year, was to like do summer school, 
because and do the first semester of summer school because that was ending just before carnival was starting so you get it home just before everything all the excitement you have your nice little july august and you go back up well, and, and, it, and it shortens your time and, significantly and everybody is different right but i say like it was nice to even just experience a summer you know there experience at my school empty going to the gym floating on but the yeah but river. yeah exactly uh, just like going to the pool to and the like pool, you know doing little excursions gym and MC, stuff like that bro. experiencing fourth of july you know like exactly. these kinds of things yeah. um yeah you're gonna say something on um i was just like wrapping up like what were like our top five like you know tips <laughs> in top conclusion five. Um, i would say uh, okay oh. go no go ahead, go ahead. I would say um budget. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say budget. That. Yeah, budget and scheduling are very important. So that covers food, going out, um, even stuff like doing your laundry and your dishes. Like it'll be surprising how fast dishes can just pile up, and it's just you just putting dishes in the sink and going back to your room to study. But our pile of dishes, pile of laundry. So budget and scheduling. Okay. Okay. Um, I would say budget for sure, right? Like, be mindful about your finances from, like, every point, right? One, from even just what it takes to even go to school. Two, to, like, your daily, um, weekly, monthly expenses, right? So, not, like, locking yourself down too hard that you cannot do anything but just stay inside, but also, like, finding some flex to, um, you know, be able to go out and have fun. Um, The second one, um, just having an open mind, um, both in terms of, like, the experiences, people, um, that kind of, the schools that you choose, that kind of thing. Um, I think even just having an opening mind, like, open mind with yourself like this is what you thought you wanted or thought would be important to you but that could like change or expand as you experience it and three um use it as an opportunity for adventure right i think you meet a lot of for, and we'll speak from an american perspective because that's where we've been you meet a lot of americans that boast about oh yeah i studied abroad right and all that was that was that they went to Europe for six weeks. They didn't even, like, really spend a year there, right? Exactly. Truly, like, what we're doing, we are studying abroad, or, you know, or yeah. have studied abroad, but we, I never considered it that. I don't know if you all yeah. ever considered no, it that. No, you think about we have? I mean, we study abroad, we immerse ourselves in the people, culture, the mm-hmm. lifestyle. Right, Ex- exactly, thing, so. right? So, um... If when I was you, in Europe, I'd do the same thing. When yeah. you phrase it as studying abroad, then you truly think of, oh, I do want to immerse myself, get the full experience of yeah, the man. time that I'm that I'm. That's the thing, immersing yourself. Yeah. I, I, so that's my point. Yeah, yeah. Um, open-mindedness. I, I agree with your point, Anushka, especially the open-mindedness part. If you see you are open-minded, let me tell you that eh, that can make your experience anywhere very bad. Mm-hmm. Can make it very bad. You find yourself, you can find yourself being so vanilla because you're only eating the same thing over and over because, oh, I don't know what this thing is. I know, I don't want to try that. Me, I never said that before. I know trying that. I'm just going to stick to eating this because that's all I know. They're like All you know, the mad eel soup that they make oh. in there. <laughs> eel soup, okay. Yeah, you all never right. know. 
I probably would try it. Cause uh? you know, I'm out here trying everything. And you know that man ill so bad like a fish broth, you know? You never know. It might be the same thing. <laughs> Just made you feel. Boom. Mind blown. Yeah, so um in conclusion, guys, this study in a broad thing is not a light thing. It's it's not a you know, just wake up and close your eyes and pick something. Do your research, be open minded, plan and And I get also like don't rush through it, right? Yeah, don't rush it. It it will take time. Don't rush it. Not because everybody going mean you have to go. Cause sometimes a lot of people go before you and they like it. They come back, they quit early. Plan, be open-minded, take your time. That's all I have to say. Um, it's been another episode, guys. And we're doing gun, gun signs and kind of thing. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> hey. I don't know, I don't know who she's shooting, but we're out. Bye.